welcome back to the Word on Fire show. I'm Brandon Vaught, the host and the content director. Today we have something special for you. It is a conversation hosted by John Barron. John is not only Bishop Barron's brother, he's also the development director at Word on Fire, and he hosts a regular series called Inside Word on Fire, where we constantly pull back the curtains and give you a little peek into what's going on behind the scenes here in the ministry. In this episode, he has a great discussion with the three designers of the Word on Fire Bible. Now, if you've already received the Bible, you know it is mesmerizingly beautiful. And in this discussion, you learn the whole story of how it came to be. So listen as John sits down with Roseanne Lee, our creative director, and then the two talented designers, Michael Stevens and Nick Fredrickson, who created the custom typography, the designs, the artwork, the commentary around the art, everything that made this Word on Fire Bible shine with such beauty and splendor. So sit back and enjoy the discussion. This is John Barron. I'm Development Director of Word on Fire, and we're here today with another installment of Inside Word on Fire. This regular update, we hope, offers a little bit more insight into uh, what's happening at Bishop Barron's Word on Fire. We are all we always have something to talk about. We're always working on new and innovative ways to evangelize the culture. We also want to use this format on occasion to give you a chance to meet some of the terrific uh, members of the Word on Fire team who support all of Bishop Barron's work. Um, before we begin, though, today, first I wanted to remind everybody that the final two installments of the 12-part Pivotal Players series are now available. Uh, they feature St. Ignatius of Loyola and Bartolomeo de las Casas. And to commemorate this entire series, which has been years in the making, um, Bishop Barron and Word on Fire have just released a Pivotal Players book, um, which combines all the stories from the films and accompanies them with lavish illustrations. And it's a, a wonderful way to commemorate the series and easily dip into the, the, the richness of, of all of these wonderful stories. And over the summer, Bishop Barron's uh, latest book was published. It's a smart, wide-ranging collection uh, of essays called Renewing Our Hope, Essays for the New Evangelization. So, so take a look at that when you get a chance. Today, however, we wanted to focus on one of the biggest projects in Word on Fire's history, and, and that's saying a lot. Uh, we've done a lot of big things in the past, but the Word on Fire Bible, which we're going to be focusing on today, is simply wonderful. It's It's been years in the making, and it's a, it's a Bible truly unlike any other. This first volume I'm holding here contains the Gospels, and the text is surrounded by wonderful illuminating commentary by Bishop Barron and other spiritual masters. And this Bible is vividly illustrated with great artwork from uh, throughout the last 2,000 years, and, and, and all of that art and illustration vividly brings the scripture to life. Um, it is also beautiful all the way through, uh, which is typical of everything that Word on Fire does, but it is also, of course, another effective tool of evangelization. Anybody who encounters this Bible is going to come away with a deeper understanding and perhaps a new understanding of the uh, Gospels. Um, back in the early summer, we thought we had plenty of these Bibles on hand, but um, people were so excited about them that we virtually sold out in one day. We have been reordering like mad ever since, but that's taken a little bit of time since there are only
only a couple of places in the world that can handle the quality printing and stitching demanded by the Word on Fire Bible. Our printer in Italy takes several months to complete an order. But now, finally, happily, we are plentifully restocked for the long haul. So today we wanted to, to introduce you to some of, the, some of the key players in the creation of the Word on Fire Bible. Uh, everybody has talked about how beautiful it is and how wonderful the design is. We wanted to focus on that. And uh, first up, I wanted to introduce you to Roseanne Lee, who is the Design Director for Word on Fire. Welcome, Roseanne. Hi, John. Thanks. Happy to be here. Well, and congratulations on the Bible, but but really congratulations on, on uh, all that your um, eye uh, for design has brought to Word on Fire over the years. Word on Fire is known for all of its beautiful productions and beautiful products, and, and Roseanne has had a uh, hand in, in overseeing, creating uh, virtually all of those. Before we begin on the Bible, Roseanne, I mean, you're, you're one of the longest-term employees of Word on Fire. You've been here, you know, almost from the beginning. Tell us, tell us that story and how you got here. Oh, sure. Well, I started at Word on Fire in 2009, and uh, I first met then Father Barron as a teacher at Word on Fire. He was one of, or excuse me, at Notre Dame when I was there. He's one of my professors. He was um, teaching two classes when he was on sabbatical writing the Priority of Christ. And at that point, I'm sure he was well known at the seminary, but he was kind of little known worldwide. And I kind of stumbled into his class and fell in love with the content and his style of teaching. Um, then after graduation, I took another job in Fort Worth, but I always followed his work and was excited about everything he was releasing. And when I heard about him filming the Catholicism series, I still had kept in contact with him. So I reached out and said, do you by chance need any help? Are you hiring? And they in fact were. So I moved from Fort Worth to Chicago, and at the time it was for a part-time secretary position. So I started in Word on Fire in 2009 as a secretary. And very quickly thereafter, they needed a flyer designed. And Bishop Barron said, do I remember correctly that you also studied graphic design at Notre Dame? And I sort of sunk it down in my chair and said, I did, but that I'm not great at design. I haven't done much since graduation. And they're like, oh, it's fine. You can just throw together this flyer for one of our events. And then everything kind of snowballed from there as the ministry grew. And I've learned a ton moving through the last 11 years. Yeah, so you, you've done everything from flyers to designing emails to, to designing books to helping with the, the, you know, the graphics on all of the films, the overall look. You, you, you helped design our, our offices uh, uh, here and in, in Texas, and, and everything is, is beautiful. But there probably was not a project ever like the Word on Fire Bible. H how did this idea come about, and, 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 and give us the genesis of it? Absolutely. Um, the Word on Fire definitely is kind of our magnum opus in, in, in the design department. Um, and I think probably in the content department, too. Uh, there was obviously, you know, with the, the whole ethos of the ministry and evangelizing the unaffiliated, there was the necessity of introducing people to the great um, story of salvation history. And so many people who were first encountering Christianity knew nothing about who Jesus was, but more importantly, they were so thrown off by the Old Testament because there was no connection to the person of Christ in the interpretation of the 2,000 years of the church um, of the Old Testament through the, the vision of the incarnation. And Bishop Barron obviously is very gifted in explaining that story. And every Bible we saw on the market um, was beautifully produced, um, but they there was that there's lacking that evangelical element it was all um, kind of scriptural exegesis and definition of words and kind of 
the history of different passages, but there wasn't like that enlightening preaching style of commentary. So we've always, always wanted to present that um, from Word on Fire through Bishop Barron to the unaffiliated as a way to encounter Christ. Um, so that that was that's always been in the back burner, but it's been something that seems so Herculean in nature that it was it was um, very difficult to put together. But about five, almost six years now, the content team really started combing through all of the publications Bishop Barron has has produced from his books to his sermons to his articles to his commentaries and aligning them with the different scriptural passages and then also he's produced new content and so they they really put together that content and we finally decided we've got to do something with this so that's that's the genesis yeah. of the yeah. yeah and and you know it goes back five or six years um and and what was very helpful uh at that point was that a, a very generous donor stepped up and said you know I, I i like this idea um i think you guys could do a great a great job with it so so that that initial donation helped us get on the road um, and then as you said uh, between Bishop Barron and our content team Brandon Vaught and, and Matt Becklow in particular you know really put together all of the uh, all of the content all of the commentary this thing was this thing was coming together um, but but then it was all sort of dumped on you <laughs> to, to, to figure out how we how we make this beautiful how we make this readable how we make this useful and I mean that must have been a daunting prospect project to, to think oh my gosh I've got a I've got to do a Bible sure absolutely and and I think we've talked about this before but it looking at the Bible it especially in retrospect, I didn't know what I didn't know. So as the as the chapters would become complete and we get kind of a sampling of the content from the content team, we would mock up some chapters and some styling and see what it looked like for approval. And uh, the another designer on staff, Cassie, and I would look at each other and we didn't know what we were doing, but assumed we'd learn as we went. But we were petrified of the task of designing the Bible because it's not – it's something that lives on for forever. And there's so many elements of like, oh, uh, the, the scriptural text that goes along with a commentary, well, you have to make sure they all fit on the right page. If you change anything, it bleeds to the next page. You have to make sure that the ghosting of the text aligns from one page to the next. There's so much to learn. And it's a whole different area of design than we'd ever experienced, even, even doing some book design. So obviously, um, uh, if we we were de overwhelmed as that that final document came into our hands. Well, and and you talked about it a little bit, you know, what we wanted to accomplish with this Bible. Um, uh, you know that it would be e evangelistic, um, that that there might be an audience um, who who had never really encountered the Bible um, in a meaningful way before. This would be a this would be a great way to introduce them to it. Um, not particularly easy, but but inviting uh, way to introduce them. But you know what what has turned out here, and I, I guess no surprise really is that is that everybody wants this bible it's, it's not just for you know a, a small segment of, of the audience everybody is interested in 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 how this um how this is played out um uh how the how the you know the commentary brings new new richness to the uh to to the scripture um but but what did we want to accomplish with this bible and do you think we've we've pulled it off yeah, according to the ethos that Bishop Barron and Word on Fire have set into motion, we wanted, just like you said, to lead with beauty. We wanted to, wanted the Bible itself, like the 
the um, the word of God is captivating, but we wanted to present it in a way that elevates that captivation with beauty and um, that we we kind of aimed at the unaffiliated, unaffiliated, but um, as believers and as as practicing Catholics, we wanted it to appeal to to everyone and be a rich spiritual experience for even the most devout Catholic. Um, who who knows all of the biblical exegesis. And so we've gotten a lot of positive responses from customers in that line. And we're very grateful, obviously, to the work of everyone on staff and to our generous donors, but most importantly to the Holy Spirit and to the intercession of our patron saints because that couldn't have been accomplished without them. There's some miraculous mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. in place for sure. Well, and, and we'll talk about at least one of those in, in, in a second here. Um, you know, this, this first volume of the Word on Fire Bible is, is, is just the Gospels. I mean, once, once we, my understanding, once we realized the scope of this project and, and, and how much we wanted to add to the Scriptures, you know, there was no way to do the entire Bible, but we wanted to get uh, at least the Gospels out right now. My understanding is that we are well at, well at work right now on Volume 2, which will uh, basically be the the rest of the New Testament, and and that will be available um, sometime around this time next year, we think, September or so of of next year. And then there is another five um, uh, volumes planned beyond that, and we're not necessarily committing to a schedule yet, but but, but people are working hard on it, but but people have been wondering when when the next volumes come out, and that, that might be about a year from now for the next one anyway. Um, Roseanne, you, you, you talked about how we had assembled all this content. We, uh, we knew how big a project this, this was going to be. You didn't know what you didn't know. Um, suddenly the entire onus was on you to, 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 to bring this thing to fruition. You mentioned the working of the Holy Spirit uh, a minute ago, and I, I think you would probably characterize a, a phone call we got, uh, what, about a year and a half or so ago, out of the blue, from a couple of guys in, in Omaha that, uh, that, that, that really set the, 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 the final lap of, of this project uh, in motion. Right, yes, I, I'd love to talk about that. I feel like every project <laughs> we've had if in Word on Fire's history, when we run up against um, uh, not knowing what to do next or a lack of like understanding your skill god provides the people and the team that's been my experience as creative director almost everything that's turned out well has been the result of fantastic people that god's just put in our place but yes like a, a two weeks before the final content document for the first volume of the gospel or of the bibles was presented to us last i think it was last april we got a very providential email from two young men in Omaha that were both designers who had um, attended Bible study all throughout college together and had this impetus to, on the side of their design career, to create a beautiful, um, just uh, well-produced, visually engaging and content, uh, content-wise engaging um, Bible for the Catholic world, like a lot of the Bibles you see in the Protestant world. And they um, had the design skills, the requisite design skills to produce it, but didn't have the content. So they'd been listening to the Word on Fire show, and they knew that they could potentially gain that content from Bishop Barron, and as a shot in the dark, sent us an email. 
And like I said, the timing was incredible. We got the email and we were all so excited and I had to like to quell my excitement a little bit to write back and say, can we see your portfolio? What's your vision for this? What's your timetable? What What's your um, availability? And it everything just snowballed into motion from there. And those two young men are Michael Stevens and Nicholas Fredrickson. And uh, we worked with them throughout the production of the first gospel and or the first volume of the Bible and hopefully throughout the remaining um, volumes we'll be working with them they're fantastically talented and we're so grateful for them well very good yeah we'll be talking to them in, in just a second here but Roseanne I want to just congratulate you on the word on fire Bible and uh, and good luck with all of the uh, all of the future editions uh, ad- and uh, and all that you do at word on fire thank you so much thank you John and same okay. to you so now we want to introduce you to the guys behind that providential email from about a year and a half ago that uh, that was uh, that Roseanne was so grateful to receive, and we're going to shift over to uh, Omaha, Nebraska, where we've got Nicholas Fredrickson and Michael Stevens um, uh, with us today. And uh, these guys are a couple of young designers from, um, as I said, Omaha. And Michael and Nicholas, tell us a little bit about your, yourselves and how how we got to this moment. Yeah. So I'm Nick. Um, I've, yeah, born and raised in Omaha. I've, uh, I've known Michael for about, I don't know, nine, 10 years now. Um, we kind of met through, through, uh, through the music. Um, I don't want to say industry, but we, we were playing, uh, playing coffee shop shows together back in the day. And so, um, Michael was really good at violin and I was, um, sort of decent at guitar, um, so we we played shows together and kind of bonded through that uh, sort of uh, creative outlet. And then as time went on, um, when we we both knew we wanted to do creative things with our careers, so eventually we got led to the uh, graphic design path, and um, so we've stayed friends through that. And um, now we we still uh, still are good friends uh, through a different form of creative outlet. So. Yeah, and one of the kind of pivotal moments um, in our friendship was when we started a Bible study, um, and that was on Saturday mornings every week. Um, and this was after I had gone to school at the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, um, studying mainly painting. Um, but after my freshman year, decided to transfer back to a school uh, in Omaha for graphic design. Um, and once we started Bible study together, we kind of reconnected. Uh, and uh, started also bonding over graphic design as our kind of shared discipline. Um, And from that came a lot of uh, talk of not only graphic design and the Bible, but how those two things kind of overlap. Well, and what what were you thinking? I I know we talked a little bit earlier, and you you said, you know, there there were a lot of interesting Bibles in the the Protestant space, but but, but you felt that there was, you know, perhaps something missing in the Catholic space or something something different you wanted to, something different that you perhaps wanted to pursue. Yeah, so as I, kind of during our Bible study, we we did it for uh, probably three or four years, Um, yeah, this weekly study, and um, as I was, as we were doing that, I started, I, th- I found this, uh, this blog that's just dedicated to reviewing Bibles and, and they had these, these great images of, of just these, these masterpieces of print. 
and I le started learning about like different leather types and different binding types and, and what makes something an heirloom. Um, and while this was, while I was researching this, I was, I was using a Bible um, pretty heavily that I had been using it for about three years and taking notes and highlighting and, and all that good stuff. And it was starting to fall apart. The, the <laughs> leather was, <laughs> it was peeling. So it wasn't actually leather, um, and like the the binding was tearing, and um, pages were starting to get loose. And I'm like, well, what what in the world if 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 it's a Catholic book and it's it's non-Catholics who are really uh, paving the way with um, treating it with uh, great respect? There's there's clearly something missing in the Catholic world. Um, so I kind of at first it was it was a it was a thought of well, I hope somebody does something about this eventually. <laughs> and then uh, as time went on and, and we got to talking, it was it then became like, well, maybe we're the ones that are supposed to be doing something about this. And, and in, in the background, you, you, you were, um, you know, following Bishop Barron and, and, and you had been listening to the podcast and you obviously liked some of what you heard. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, we were, I would say... Um, at one point, I was I was a daily listener of the Word on Fire show, which I realized it's a it's a weekly podcast. But I was going so <laughs> far back into past episodes that I was I was listening every day, um, and so much of that was informing what I was thinking about the Bible and conversations that we were having at our Bible study, um, kind of about the the church's need to reinvigorate. Um, just kind of a, at a parish level and individual level, like Catholics need to, to reinvigorate their reading of, of the Bible, particularly, of course, the, the Gospels being the most important books. Um, and, and also thinking about how that interfaces with the church's tradition of philosophy and theology and art. Um, and so those all became ideas that uh, were ingredient in the Word on Fire Bible idea that eventually came to fruition. So you, you, you had you had some ideas, and you decided let's send an email to Word on Fire and just take a shot in the dark, right? What, how, how did that yeah. come about, and did what? How did it how did it live up to or meet your expectations? The the uh, response. <laughs> well, thoroughly disappointed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we uh, before before we sent the email, we um, we had kind of been thinking of what we wanted this to be. So not only did we kind of like I was saying earlier, not only did we want this to be um, something of an heirloom, something we could hand down to our children, um, but we also wanted there to be um, certain bits of commentary and uh, that could really show the beauty of the 2,000 years of Catholic tradition. So we, we kind of got to talking about, like, well, maybe we can showcase this through art or um, different church father commentary or... Uh, Maybe there's some some more uh, excerpts from saints and things like that, and so we kind of we kind of had this this idea that we've been working on, and we were both listening to Word on Fire, and we thought they would be the perfect people to pair with because we didn't know how we were going to gather all this content. I mean, obviously a lot above our pay grade. Um, so we we reached out to them and explained the idea. And they, they said that they had been working on this same idea, but they just didn't have the design capacity to pull it off. So it was kind of like, 
we we had the opposite thing, <laughs> and so it was just a, a the perfect pair. It is it is kind of amazing, and, and what I'm also amazed by is that you know your your initial contact with Word on Fire really wasn't until what April of 2019. I mean, just just really about a year and a half ago, or, or or so ago, and and I mean, so much has has happened since then. Um, you know, this Bible's been years in in the making, but you guys really only got involved for the. For the heaviest lifting in 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 the last uh, you know over a year's period of time, so it's uh, it's fascinating. So you, you know here you've got all these ideas and you just need you know content. You 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 message Word on Fire. They they have all the content. Um, you know beautifully curated. It's 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 ready to go. So now um, the onus was on you. You know you you had to assemble this 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 entire thing. Talk about that process uh, a, a little bit. What 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 your thoughts were? How daunting it was? Um, how it worked out? Yeah. So it was a complex process, definitely. Um, without a doubt, to date, the most ambitious graphic design project I've ever um, been a part of. Um, and I think not only was it important that uh, that Nick and I <clears throat> figure out how we were going to handle our side, but um, how how Word on Fire was going to be working with us, and it was I, I think in so many ways a a collaboration, a true um, partnership, where uh, you know Roseanne Lee was so uh, so incredibly generous in her providing creative freedom to us, and so really when the manuscript was turned over, um, we were given pretty much free reign to work within kind of the original concept that we had presented. So we showed three different broad kind of creative directions that we um, were thinking about. And so Roseanne and Brandon ended up choosing kind of their favorite of those broad concepts. But then once that um, was decided, we, uh, we were again given the freedom to uh, to do some really exciting things like design a, a custom typeface, so all of the well, let's uh, let's let's talk about that. I mean, you know, on top of everything else um, that you guys are putting together here, you 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 designed your own uh, typeface or font, and uh, and and what prompted that that th that thought, and and how does one create a font? <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah, so um, I I had been uh, really interested in typography for for years and Nick is actually a, a letterer and a typographer kind of by, by trade that's his focus in graphic design so we both had this really in, uh, intense kind of interesting in typography as designers so um, right from the outset we knew we would be uh, looking very carefully at how we're using fonts and typefaces but um, the idea to do a totally custom font um, occurred to me when I uh, applied for a typographic uh, class, a, a residency in New York City at the School of Visual Arts. Um, and I knew that I needed to go into that class with some sort of a purpose, some sort of a, a prompt for the typeface that I wanted to design. And this was right when the Word on Fire Bible was kind of on the horizon. And so um, really, it was a process of kind of bringing that opportunity of studying typography in New York with this existing project of the Word on Fire Bible to kind of do something extra special. So we created a, a Roman inscriptional capital, um, kind of like the, the kind of capital you would see on, on a courthouse or a, right. <clears throat> uh, 
Yeah, and uh, theaters or yeah, right at, at church, um, and that's what uh, the the text of the quotations from the gospel, certain right. key sayings of Jesus are are yeah. written in. Yeah. So yeah, talk about uh, creating an heirloom. You know, here's a here's a book with a unique typeface um you know on on top of everything else the the other um the other interesting thing that 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 you guys helped bring to the um bring to the project was this this concentration on artwork from the you know the last 20 centuries um you know there has been so much uh great art inspired by by the scripture and um uh you know it, it it can oftentimes illuminate and and uh and help explain the scripture um talk about talk about that process you know choosing the art deciding to use the art and um uh and and you know it turned out michael yourself you you ended up writing all the commentary that went along with the artwork which uh which is a you know wonderful addition but 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 talk about how how that all came to be yeah, so um, I think from the outset, Nick and I wanted this to be the most beautiful Bible kind of made in modern times. So mm-hmm. we were looking back to the medieval illuminated manuscripts for um, inspiration, and uh, we knew we wanted to incorporate this vast tradition of, of Catholic art. So. Uh, in order to curate that, honestly, it w- wasn't difficult to find gorgeous <laughs> artwork. Uh, as Catholics, I think we have we have access uh, to the greatest tradition of visual art you know mankind has ever produced. So it was really a question of um, how do we narrow this down, this wealth of artwork. Um, but I think in a lot of ways, uh, we, we were trying to present some of the highlights kind of a tour of some of the greatest of the great pieces um and i yeah i don't know nick do you yeah have anything I, I was to gonna say, say and, and two we again we wanted to emphasize the entire scope of tradition so uh michael did a great job of kind of picking not only pieces from the medieval era but then also some modern art pieces as well um so there's yeah there's a, a really broad spectrum of uh of art on there um with with uh varying timelines so that yeah that's just yeah, one no, piece to it <laughs> it's wonderful and the um you know aside from all of the design aspects and 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 trying to incorporate all of this beauty um you guys and the the, des- the rest of the design team had to figure out okay how are we going to print this thing um you know we have, we have so much uh, wonderful um beautiful beautiful content going on here who can print this and 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 who can do it at uh at at a level that we are interested in in terms of the binding and in terms of the stitching and 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 you guys were were involved in 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 sleuthing um who could do this kind of thing and 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 it, and it was kind of a search that uh that took us a little bit around the world and narrowed down pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that was that was the big question because we we knew what we wanted and just it was a matter of uh, getting it executed well. Um, we didn't want to get you know ninety percent of the way and then the last ten percent we we dropped the ball. So um, this this ended up yeah just being one more level of research. So um, I, I kind of looked yeah using that 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 Bible blog that I was talking about that reviewed these premium Bibles, um, I noticed that there was a pattern of uh, kind of like the best of the best were um, printed at um, a couple of, uh, just a couple of different places. It, it seemed it was kind of like 
you either go here or here. Um, Royal Jungblood was one of them, and then Lego was another one. Uh, not the not the kids Lego brand. <laughs> Lego is an Italian acronym for um, this this other print shop that uh, produces these premium Bibles. And so, anyways, we we got into talks with with both of these companies, explaining our idea, and um, Lego ended up being being the best fit because not only could they not only did they have experience in um, just creating ultra high quality Bibles, but they um, they were also to they were also there to um, creatively help us figure out how we would how we would print art at a really nice level because I mean you think of most Bibles and you have this really thin kind of uh, oftentimes like a, a tissue paper is, is is Bible paper and we knew art wasn't going to print well on that so we kind of had to figure out well how, how do we what's kind of the middle ground because we obviously want the art to look really nice um, and so they were there to answer just I mean so many of our questions and uh, produce something that that, I mean, surpassed our expectations. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like you made the right choice. And, and you know, I'm all, I was also curious about, you know, the entire uh, printing process, the approval process, the proofing process. I mean, you, you were obviously not over there doing press checks in Italy every every night. But, but, but how, did that, how did that proofing process work? Yeah, it was, it was a lengthy process, definitely. Um, I think the what made the Word on Fire Bible so challenging from a production standpoint uh, was not just the gold ink on its own or the gold gilding around the edges of the book or the leather um, or the artwork like Nick was talking about. It was the combination of all these things into a single volume. Yeah. Um, so we needed to find a paper that performed, like Nick said, for the full color artwork but also felt like a, a novel, like you could you could read pages and pages of text comfortably on. So that was a huge challenge. Mm -hmm. um, something that could handle the gold ink in these pull quotations. Um, mm -hmm. So so those kinds of things were what we were really looking for in these proofs. Um, was you know is it performing well in all of these categories? Are we getting the clarity that we want with the artwork? Are we getting um, the typesetting? as razor sharp as we possibly can. Um, so yeah, it was, it was making sure in, in all of these different areas, we were really reaching the bar that we were hoping for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you know, I mean, just one last thing, you know, now that, um, now that a lot of people have seen the Bible, and, and a lot more will be seeing it, um, you know, here in the next couple of months, but what, what's your reaction to the reaction to the Word on Fire Bible? I, I mean, I think it, it's just, I mean, it, it sounds cliche, but I, I think I just, I, I'm constantly getting goosebumps. Um, I'll just, I'll, I'll, you know, kind of look at the reviews if people um, post it on YouTube and uh, just kind of like an unboxing video and I'll, I'll look at the, the reviews and I'll, I'll see things uh, like, like perhaps it's an atheist saying, you know, I'm not even, I'm not even a believer, but uh, this kind of moves me a little bit. Um, so we're getting we're getting all sorts of responses from all sorts of people. It's not just this um, this Catholic only club, but it's uh, it's people from all walks of life really um, appreciating the beauty of this thing. And that's I mean that's exactly what we wanted. But uh, to see it um, 
to see that actually unfolding is it's uh, I don't know is pretty dang uh, satisfying. Yeah. yeah, I think um, you know immense gratitude is, is is my main response. The the fact that God orchestrated this coming together of, of Nick and me and uh, the Word on Fire team. You know what can I what can I say to such generosity? You know yeah. before the Lord, it, it's it's so wonderful. Um, but I think also a sense of maybe vindication in a way that um, that the tradition of the church's glorious art combined with scripture can still speak as powerfully as ever. Um, that these these pieces of art that are framed, you know, in this in this book. Uh, even though in some cases they're hundreds of years old, uh, they're still moving people just like they did before. Uh, so yeah, kind of a sense of, of uh, gratitude and, and kind of inspiration at the, the glory yeah. of what the church offers. Absolutely. Well, uh, thank you, gentlemen, both of you. Uh, you know, we are tremendously grateful as well that uh, that 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 you emerged um, to to help us with with the Word on Fire Bible, and we look forward to to your work on um, continuing work on the, on the next editions as they come together. So, thank you so much for joining us today. So, as I hope you can tell, there are always incredible and uh, very ambitious things happening at Word on Fire. We hope that you can support us in, in all of our endeavors, but, uh, but especially now, perhaps think about uh, donating to help us produce future volumes of the Word on Fire Bible. Um, and of course, consider purchasing uh, a copy of the Word on Fire Bible for you or your family or your friends. It's available in the uh, leather cover edition that we've been um, holding up here a little bit, but it's also available in a traditional hardcover and, uh, and the softcover format as well. So that's all for this month from Word on Fire. Thank you as always, and please keep Bishop Barron and Word on Fire in your prayers. Well, we hope you enjoyed that special discussion from our Inside Word on Fire series. Look for more of those episodes coming soon. But in the meantime, if you haven't yet picked up your copy of this gorgeous Bible we've just been discussing, get your copy today. You can get it at wordonfire.org Bible. I've mentioned a few times in the recent episodes that we have a limited supply and we're expecting the Bibles to run out before the Christmas season. So if you want one for yourself or if you want copies to give out as gifts during the Christmas season, now is the time to pick them up. Order your copies at wordonfire.org Bible. Well, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the Word on Fire show.